0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting.
1: There's an invisible killer that takes the lives of hundreds of Americans each year. But many of those deaths could easily be prevented. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with information that could literally save the lives of you and your family. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is John Drangenberg. He's the Consumer Safety Director with Underwriters Laboratories and a genuine expert on the safety of household appliances. So how many people die in the U.S. each year from carbon monoxide poisoning in their homes?
0: Well, sadly, hundreds of people die from carbon monoxide poisoning, and thousands of them go to hospital emergency rooms each year with illnesses related to carbon monoxide.
1: What are the most common causes of a carbon monoxide buildup in a building?
0: Well, carbon monoxide is a result of burning fossil fuels, and fossil fuels are anything from natural gas that goes into your furnace or water heater, could be heating oil that you use for your furnace, it could be wood that you put in a fireplace or a wood-burning stove, or even an automobile in an attached garage. All could give off carbon monoxide, and that carbon monoxide could be deadly if it isn't vented properly.
1: The biggest problem that I understand is that carbon monoxide is colorless and odorless. Are there any physical symptoms that might alert you that you're experiencing carbon monoxide poisoning, or is the only way to detect it with an alarm?
0: Humans cannot detect carbon monoxide. As you mentioned, we can't see it, we can't taste it, we can't smell it. But it could be there. And that's why a carbon monoxide alarm is so important. But there are symptoms. Once we're being poisoned by carbon monoxide, the early symptoms are something that we should be aware of. What's interesting though is that the early symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning are the same symptoms we would have if we were coming down with the flu. We might have a headache, fatigue, nausea, dizziness. So all of these flu-like symptoms are exactly the same. And, you know, we're also sensitive to seasonal flu and H1N1 virus. We know that, but we don't realize that this could be carbon monoxide, too. So the symptoms are the same. And of course, if you don't take care of the early symptoms, it could go into something much more serious like coma or losing consciousness and ultimately dying.
1: And I would think if you're asleep when this buildup occurs, that could be very dangerous.
0: That certainly could, because if you're asleep and you don't know what's going on, you may never wake up. And that sadly is the case. Very often we get a lot of accident reports here at UL because we're the ones who set a lot of safety standards including carbon monoxide standards and we have to review those statistics and it's a sad situation when it does happen. That's why having that carbon monoxide alarm and knowing what to do when the alarm sounds is extremely important.
1: Do most households have carbon monoxide alarms installed today?
0: Well, the number of households that have them is growing, but it certainly is not as prevalent as smoke alarms. We know that about 97% of the homes in the United States have smoke alarms. We also know that the number for carbon monoxide alarms is much lower in the 60 or 70% of homes. So we'd like to see that increase very close to 100% to protect as many people as possible.
1: Now, it's not exactly like a smoke alarm in that... You need to call 911 and run out of the house if it's on fire. So, what should you do if your carbon monoxide alarm goes off?
0: Well, really, the thing that you should do is run out of the house and call 911. <laughs> but it's for a different reason. With a smoke alarm, you really have to get out very, very quickly because that means there is smoke and something is going on. And very often, you don't even have time to find out what is going on. The best thing you can do with a smoke alarm is get out and get out quickly. With a carbon monoxide alarm, One of the things that we know is that those alarms are so sensitive that they will sound that alarm before you might even experience some of those early symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning. And that means that you're probably feeling good, but that alarm is going off. And sadly, many people think that it's acting up and turn it off or take the battery out of it, which could be the worst thing you could possibly do. So what we always recommend is get to some fresh air. You don't have to run and and break your leg or anything like that. But if you're in a high-rise, you might want to get to a, a window and get some fresh air. Even then, you might want to get outside, especially if you're in a home. Get outside, breathe some fresh air. And the one good thing about these early symptoms is that they're completely reversible. Once you start breathing fresh air, you will start feeling better. But it's a good idea to call 911. Let those folks come in. They have some very sensitive meters, and they're going to be able to figure out where that carbon monoxide is coming from and that's another thing that everyone should do once you know what's going on and have identified the source you've got to get it taken care of before you sleep in that house again.
1: Aside from getting an alarm let's talk for a moment about preventing carbon monoxide leaks in the first place. Do you have any suggestions there?
0: Oh absolutely all the experts recommend that you have your furnace checked every year Make sure that you have the heating people come in and take a look at it. It not only helps it run more efficiently so you save money, but it could be a time when they might detect some problems. There's usually the connection between the furnace and the chimney. That's the flue pipe that comes out of the furnace. That pipe could be damaged. There could be some holes in it for whatever reason, and it could be true for your water heater too. If there's damage on the flue pipe, then you could maybe have a carbon monoxide leak. So having that checked is a good idea. Having your chimney checked, if you're using something like a wood stove or a fireplace, making sure that you have a good draft in your chimney is extremely important, too. And these are all the kinds of things that you can do to help prevent this from ever happening.
1: There are a lot of them out there on the market. So do you have any tips for shopping for a carbon monoxide alarm?
0: there are many different types many different uh, colors and shapes of carbon monoxide alarm but the main thing is to have one in fact even more than one we recommend that carbon monoxide alarms be placed outside the sleeping area which usually means in the hallway outside bedrooms because then you can hear it very quickly when it sounds in the middle of the night. But if you have more than one level in your home, it's a good idea to put one on each level of your home. But you know what? You've got to try to keep it at least 15 or 20 feet away from your furnace and water heater because when they start up, there are normal excursions as we call it, of carbon monoxide that does get into the atmosphere, and we don't want those alarms tripping every time the furnace comes on or the water heater comes on, because that could cause you to take the batteries out, and then it becomes completely ineffective.
1: How much does an alarm typically cost?
0: I have seen them costing a little bit more than smoke alarms. I've seen them in the 30 or $40 range. But when it comes to saving the life of your family, that's a very small investment. And anyone who's had a problem with carbon monoxide and maybe has lost a family member, and I've talked to several just today, they will tell you that they certainly would never be without one in the future.
1: John Drangenberg, the Consumer Safety Director with Underwriters Laboratory. John, do you have a website where people can learn more?
0: We certainly do. We have a website at ul.com slash consumers with a lot of good safety tips, not only for carbon monoxide alarms, but also for many of the other thousands of products tested by Underwriters Laboratories for safety. ul.com Flash consumers.
1: And thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack today.
0: It's my pleasure. Stay safe.
1: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.